Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I think with the Lions playing their first opening night game against the Chiefs, they're staring at 0-1. I think before the Bears get to Week (laughs) 2, they could be in first place in the NFC North because if you're going to play the Packers, if you're going to play Jordan Love, you want to play them week one. You want to play them before he gets his footing. You want to play them while he's still figuring things out, introducing himself to his receiving core, figuring out what he's going to be. That's the ideal spot to play Jordan Love, and the Bears can beat the Packers in week one and wake up Monday morning in first place. You know what they're shouting up in Green Bay right now? <laughs> the ideal defense for Jordan Love to play in week one as he's trying to get his feet on the ground is the one that gave up 330 points in the 10-game losing streak. The All one right. that gave up 408 All yards right. a game in the 10-game losing streak. The one that has revised itself with so many new additions that they're going to be trying to get their feet on the ground. <laughs> so it works both ways. I get it. It's going to be a really intriguing matchup. I think we can already hear the overreaction <laughs> one way or another on, on Tuesday of, of week two, right? Like, we get to we get through that first game and it's going to be like conclusions are going to be grand on whether the Bears won that game or lost that game. It's a great I, I mean, look, like I, I love the, the the Packers openers. It just gives you a little more juice. Um, did, did Foxy open against the Packers? Was that his first game? It was certainly in September, the first time he played them in his first year as Matt coach. Well, I know that I, I know that one for sure. That was I mean, the first one. That was up in Lambo. You remember that? What a half that was. They lost that game, but it felt like it was a Khalil win. Mack, baby. Yeah. That was I mean, that was the Khalil Mack show. And then it was like next level Aaron Rodgers coming back from the injury uh, and, and leading that uh, one. Are you surprised that neither Packer game as of now, as of now, is not a night game? Yes. Because I, I, it this is this is year eleven on the beat for me. And I think there's only one year in my entire time on the beat where there wasn't a Bears-Packers game in primetime. Usually the one at Lambeau was in primetime. In 2019, the curtain lifter for the NFL's 100th season was that, I mean, you remember that vividly, the energy in the city of what that was and what that was supposed to represent. And then they went out and laid a turd on that Thursday night at Soldier Field. And that was a a total snapshot of what the season was going to be. That was the Adrian Amos game that he had to pick up. Yeah, I I wonder about week 18, if that could be a primetime game, but you don't know what could be you know, in play around There's only the only one in week 18. Yeah. And usually it's a, it's a game with a lot more at stake. Uh, if that's for the NFC North title, then, then two teams have surprised a lot of people. Well, that would be true. And I don't know the bears are going to do that, but this schedule does, as I say, offer opportunity. I think that they have, 
It's not inconceivable. And look, it's 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 the night they release the schedule, but I think it's not inconceivable when you look at their first two games, the Bears to believe that they could beat their first two opponents. They've got the Packers at home with Jordan Love, and they've got Tampa Bay on the road with whatever they're going to yeah. look like. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield and company. But what's the company going to look like? Everybody is flocking Tampa Bay. I don't know what kind of team they're going to have, but I think that they – uh, are vulnerable, and it's, it's part of having a softer schedule. So the Bears, if I'm Matt Eberflus, I'm having a hard time sleeping Thursday night because I am, I'm fired up about the possibility of starting 2-0. Here's one of the things that you do with the schedule, and what I've learned over time is you, you go through it, you write down wins, losses next to every game, and then you go back and you go, which ones wasn't I sure about? Which ones were kind of on the fence? And then you try to balance those out. You know, you, it, it, every game that you think they have a chance to win, you have to say, well, they're going to lose a few of those. And you go that. Yep. So, so I think they're probably going to split weeks one and weeks two against the Packers and Buccaneers, win one, lose one, don't know which order, and then they're going to go to Kansas City and lose. And so you walk into October at one and two. That's where I'm at going into the month of October. And Sean Payton comes back to Soldier Field and and the spare bear gets to coach against his former team. And he goes back on the sidelines where he uh, was there for the NFC Championship game way back in 2006. Sean Payton, the Broncos were a trendy pick last year. I don't think they'll be less trendy this year. They're a team that's rebuilding with him a little bit. They still have Russell Wilson. Dan, that's a game that will have much marquee value. I think it's going to have a lot of attention. I don't know what to expect from the Broncos by October 1st. So I think that's one of those games that could go either way as we're sitting here tonight. It's impossible to know what we're going to get. I just I just do know there's going to be a ton of eyeballs on it. Expensive experiment, right? Can Sean Payton, Super Bowl winning coach, resurrect Russell Wilson, Super Bowl winning quarterback, and do so quickly to get them competitive in a division that obviously is run by Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and has a lot of other uh, a lot of other competition in it. And then I think when you talk about, uh, you know, the Vikings and Raiders at home after the Thursday night game against the Commanders, there's some opportunity to compete there. Don't know what the Vikings are going to be, but uh, the Raiders and Commanders certainly are teams that you feel like you're going to stack up well against. Again, health, injuries, all kinds of things will factor into play. But, Dan, I think when we talk about the takeaways from the schedule – when you go out to L.A. and you play the Chargers and then you have a stretch you be, that you begin four or five road games, mm-hmm. that's difficult. And to me, that's the teeth of this schedule. You have the Carolina Panthers worked in there on a Thursday night. You've got the mini buy that we like to make a lot out of. But, Dan, you know how it goes in the midst of a, a in, in, in the season mode. Four or five road games, not easy to pull off. Four or five and a short week home game, right? Like so, that's that's a, a test of mental fortitude without question. It's the first thing that jumped off the page at me when the schedule came uh, to me in full, and you go, "Whoa, that's that's a stretch that's hard to go through." I've got them during that stretch. Just want to make sure I've got this correct. I've got them as as one and four during that stretch. So I, well, I think it's going to be a patience tester for them. And and look like those road venues are no joke either. You know, you're talking about a, a U.S. Bank Stadium and Ford Field and, and the Superdome and, and SoFi um, against some 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 pretty good quarterbacks, too. You're going to need that bye week. You're going to need that bye week. No doubt about it. That comes after you play the Vikings. And I think that's a long time to wait for a bye week. 
No question. No question. I, I would have loved to see Panthers bears on a longer week, just because I would like to see both quarterbacks, Justin Fields and Bryce young have a fair test to kind of play that chess game. Uh, we'll get it on a short week. We'll see what it looks like. Uh, hopefully they're both uh, healthy and, and in the, in the uh, QB one role at that point. And it's not uh, Andy Dalton versus uh, uh, PJ Walker oh. in, the, in the revenge games. Ah. <laughs> I, you know who else hopes that's double base? Al Michaels. <laughs> Al Michaels and Kaylee Hartung and, yeah. and, and, and Kurt Al Erickson. Michaels really hopes he's not calling PJ Walker versus Andy Dalton. He might not make it. He might not stay awake through the third quarter. There you go. Yeah, I might not either if that's the case. <laughs> okay, then you get the bye week, and I think that stretches. I, I don't know if I have them going one and four, but I think I understand if they get lucky, they could win two. But I do think I might have one and four as well. Then you go and you look at the home game against the Lions. I look at the schedule. And I know they have an off week, and they'll be coming through the teeth of the schedule. I look at that Detroit Lions game as a litmus test of the 2023 Bears. You're going to know what kind of year this will be. You're going to know what kind of team you have when you host the Detroit Lions in on Sunday, December 10th, is it? Yes, yeah, Sunday, December 10th, I believe. And you'll know exactly what you have because the Lions by then likely – in playoff mode, kind of rounding into shape. You don't know, I, I guess. But the Bears by then, they will be who they're going to be. And then you'll find out a little, a lot about that football team. It's going to be really interesting because you don't have to play after the Monday night game at Minnesota. You have your bye week, and so you don't have to play that that other short week, right, after after having the two Thursday nighters. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's an opportunity there to, to see what you're made of and then obviously to follow that up. Uh, with that t- the trip we talked about earlier where we don't know what day is on, we don't know what time it's at, they going down to Cleveland and, and figuring out what you got in that game. But Browns, Cardinals, Falcons gives you an opportunity in the in the December portion of your schedule to – you're laughing at me again. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I'm just telling you that the Browns, Cardinals, and Falcons are staring at their schedule going, Bears in December, what a play. I, I know. It sounds a little absurd. But, hey, this is take the north. It isn't seize the southwest, okay? So when you look at the December part of the schedule, you do have – uh, a reason to feel like if I'm, I'm thinking about if I'm if I'm Matt Eberflus in the first OTA on Tuesday and we're talking about the schedule, I'm I'm presenting it in these terms as like okay, man, December is an opportunity to prove what we have tried to do is working and to prove it on the field against teams that we can beat. It's not the Chiefs, Chargers, and you know whoever the other third most uh, be, uh, you know, difficult team is on the schedule. They're the Cardinals with Kyler Murray. Who knows if he'll be back and healthy and, and engaged. You've got the Falcons. They're going to be in disarray. They're going to be the Caleb Williams Derby at that point in time. <laughs> and you've got the Browns. I mean, who knows what kind of mischief Deshaun Watson will be in by December. So you've got winnable games against beatable teams. Yeah, and so the Bears will be humming, and I've got them as 2-2 two and two in December. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, can't, I can't really argue with that. 